to the Mental Matters podcast. <laughs> yes, all that's there. <laughs> Thought I was playing. Yeah, there People go. gotta know this. <laughs> we love you. She know who we're talking about. <laughs> Mrs. Mitchell. We love you. Yep. But anyway, we are here. We are here for episode five. I'm excited, bro. We on five already? Five. Five. Five weeks in. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> our schedules are trash. We never know who's gonna be the person to drop the ball. Right. Schedules are trash everywhere else. Yeah. Everybody playing games. Mm-hmm. Everybody keep walking past looking at me all funny. Yep. They gonna corner office, man. Yeah. But it's cool. You got a compliment on your cologne and everything. I mean, you know, yep. I try my best not to smell bad yeah. in front of people because yeah. that can go bad. Right. You know, mm-hmm. nobody likes a smelly person. Yeah, you don't want to have that label. You know, I'm already black in the metal, so I don't want to be smelly black male. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I don't like adjectives too much. Mm-hmm. Just give me what it is. Don't give me no extra words. Yeah. I can't even spell adjectives some days. Like, that's how bad it is. Yeah. That, that type of adjective, you know, travel fast. If you... That type of adjective would actually never make it out the door. Okay. Because my wife would be like, you stink. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to watch up. And I'm not saying you go outside with the wrinkled clothes. At least you keep, at least you keep you in line. Look. She keep you in order. Keep you in check. She keep me in line and order since day one. Yep. I don't even wear what I want to wear no more. Oh, okay. <laughs> some um, days. Some days you can. I mean, it's, that's because I probably wore it before because you picked it out. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's... Hey, man. Shout out I, to get, I get that, too. The wives, you know, they love matching and everything. She's doing a good job with you, bro, because yeah. you be coming in here like... Huh, just a little something I picked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Confused face. I got this from being at Wayne State. They gave me swag. So it was oh, like, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hang around all the IEs and everything. Wayne State just give me daily, like, loan update calls. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Yep. So, here we are, week five. Yep. We are here. Yes, sir. During the month of May. Mm-hmm. It is actually springtime in Detroit. Yeah, it feels good outside. It looks good in Detroit. Yep. The breeze is coming through this wind tunnel over the street right here. Mm-hmm. But it feels good and it's amazing. So I'm excited. And more vitamin D from the sun so I can have more energy. So. All right. I need that. Yep. In my life. Mm-hmm. You get that from orange juice too, right? Or is that vitamin C? I think vitamin D is from milk, bro. Okay. Okay. Actually, I think vitamin C is from orange juice, but okay. never really learned my vitamins. Yeah. And, you know, it's all yeah. good. Yeah. It's all good. I, I try. Maybe I'll learn something else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how was your week, man? What's, what's been going on with you? So far, so good. I mean, we've been still trying to figure out this, uh, you know, how the weekend going to go. Because. If you're listening right now, we're recording this, you know, before Mother's Day, so we still, you know, trying to figure out what are we going to do on Mother's Day. Don't tell people that. I have my plans already put together. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Elena yesterday. It was the other day. I can't remember. My days are just all together, but she was like, I didn't know Mother's Day was coming up. Mm-hmm. I was like... When you're a Dalton, you know, stuff just come up out of You know, we, we both have mothers, yep. and <laughs> Mother's Day's coming, and I definitely go to CVS every other week, so I've seen this back in February. So, okay. I mean, you know, you know how they always had their displays up, like, you know, five years ahead of time. All right, just like Walmart. 
I'm like, yeah. why is this? Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I've narrowed it down to either something at home or something at a restaurant. But we're okay. going to go with the most frugal. Yeah. You know, we'll see whatever that is because mm-hmm. I kind of can't take my mom to Coney Island for, uh, <laughs> for uh, Mother's Day. So. It's not with chili cheese on it. Well, <laughs> she's like a salad with extra vegetables and. Okay, girl stuff. chicken. Maybe, depending okay. on the day. Okay. She's one of those people. Mm-hmm. She's really big on fresh veggies. Okay. So, I mean, a salad wouldn't be bad for her, but okay. at the same time. She might be struggling right now, then. It was just the salmonella uh, outbreak or E. coli outbreak at you know, Trader Joe's and Walmart and all those places. So. That's no good. Yeah. But she don't shop at those places. Okay. Think, so. Okay. That's good. I'd be surprised if my mom actually knows where Trader Joe's is or what it is. Yeah, I've been to two of them. I think I've been to Trader Joe's twice in my life, too. So, yeah, man, yeah, it's only twice. I'm no better. Yeah. But, you know, I just like the plantain chips. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had plantain chips? I haven't. Boy, get your life. Are, do they taste like banana chips or do they taste no. like sweeter or more? It, uh, so, I want to say they have different flavors of plantain chips. I've seen garlic flavor. I've seen mm. the savory regular kind. Really? And they were amazing. Actually, the first time I had real plantain was in Jamaica. Okay. And story time. Okay. You know I have stories. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. So, we were at lunch, I think. No, breakfast, I think. Two days in a row. First day they had it out in the buffet. And so, the next day they didn't. Okay. And I was just like, oh, man. I really wanted some plantain. Mm Mm-hmm. So a lady comes back, like, no worries. She goes to the back. Uh-huh. Maybe about 15 minutes later, you know, she comes back and, you know, she got a whole plate of plantain. I'm like, really? Oh, snap. <laughs> you got plantain. Mm-hmm. And so she's just, my wife's looking like, you so spoiled. <laughs> I'm like, what you mean? I'm about to wrap this up and take it to the room, though. Mm-hmm. So, I did that exactly. <laughs> and that was amazing. Shout out to that plantain. That was okay. the first time. I have not been off of it since. Cause so, is it like, is like flambeed with some type of like cream sauce over it or some type of you like made that caramel up. sauce? I think okay. you made that up. Okay, I've seen that before. I thought I saw it before. That might be a recipe. Okay. I've never had that. Okay, how do they serve it then? It is literally like sauteed. It's like a savory mix between... A banana, okay, and not really. It's like a combo of sweet and regular potato, okay. But it tastes more like the banana mm-hmm. with the texture of potato. Okay, it's the best I can try to explain it. Okay, I might be getting that wrong, but skip y'all. You know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the best I can explain it. But plantain's amazing. All right, and uh, yeah, if you haven't had it, you should get you some. Yeah, I I want to make it, but I'm afraid that if I make it, it's not gonna be. <laughs> You know what the potential that it could be, you know that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's I would be authentic. I mean, I don't live your best life. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I'm. I don't want to keep bringing up jerk chicken, but with I, the jerk chicken, I could just go get a marinade. You know what I mean? Like, so do you like let it sit? Yeah. First, like overnight yeah, or something. The or? first time I did it, uh, no, I let it sit for like thirty minutes to forty-five minutes. Okay. Like we just bought the jar, marinade off the shelf, came home, and I was like, let's put this over some chicken. Put it in the refrigerator for like 30 minutes, then straight to the grill. So I'm actually internalizing this recipe so you know, I'm not just okay. looking in the space. That's all you had to put on it, though. You didn't need like no salt, no pepper. Yeah, no that's the season. Yeah, just jerk season. I mean, jerk marinade, yeah. Hmm. 
Yep. See, when I went to Jamaica, I bought the actual jerk season. Uh-huh. And I used it on everything. Okay. I put it in my right. <laughs> chicken. It is good, though. I think I put it on, like, salmon. Uh-huh. It was amazing. I would, too. But, you know, it expired. I didn't get to use it all. So. Okay. But anyway, yep. um, so we're going to get into it and talk about some cool things from this past week, mm-hmm. weekend, all that. So, mm-hmm. you finally listened to KOD. I did. Finally. Still not all this of This boy hit me up with the lyrics like, Tinky from McCarter. I'm like, oh, you didn't listen. This is what you call See? <laughs> there it is. Bentley from McCarter. What's your favorite track initially? What what, 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 took, your, what took your attention? It's that one. That but, one? Yeah. Because it was on the radio, huh? I don't listen to the radio. I mean, uh, like, if I'm in the car, I probably listen to sports radio. But, okay. um... I put that song, like, because you played it for me when we were on our way to Avengers. And yeah. I was like, that's nice. And then we went to Kidova and Richard was like, this is what you call some food. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, after that, I was just, I found myself like humming it too. So I yeah. went to it probably like three or four days later. I, I went to uh, stream it and I listened to it. I put it on repeat for like, probably like six or seven like replays. So, so you know you're greedy, right? Huh. Because after I made a song about food, you remembered it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Y'all can't call me a foodie no more. Hey, I, love food. the cake. I love food. I always talk about jerk chicken and everything. So. Snatch the cake from the fat kid. <laughs> yep. And just stop. Ah. Yep. I don't have no shame. That's what I ain't about. <laughs> I like some cheesecake too, man. I ain't friend. Yeah, I like sweet potato pie with cheesecake. But ah, you trash. Banana pudding. Oh, well, I know some people that make good banana pudding, so. Okay. I give my sister-in-law a shout out. She makes some Shut good banana pudding. She never make enough of it. It's not on purpose. It's never enough banana pudding. <laughs> it's always gone after your first serving. Right. Especially when a family come over mm-hmm. and you look back and it's like, it was just a whole right. pan ten minutes ago. <laughs> and then you see your uh, your father in law sitting in the corner like, get your own, youngster. <laughs> Like, but it's crazy because she makes everyone like she she has like the Tupperware containers and she'll make like she'll make me and my wife one and she'll make you know other family members theirs in a Tupperware container so it's already divided. Does she make it individually for each of y'all or she gives y'all one container? No, she she no she does make it individually for each of us. Like the cookies are layered. Like okay, you know, yeah. I yeah. thought she was gonna say like she give y'all both one container like uh-uh. you were. Yeah, like she just scooped it off from this big old pan. Now she don't do that. She actually takes like, time. Like you and your wife be in the middle of the kitchen, like this is mine. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, she put love into it. It's good. Y'all be going in like Dragon Ball Z. Like I will win this piece. <laughs> and then y'all have like a, like dramatic like ten episodes before y'all start fighting. Yeah, no, nah, I like banana pudding more than she does. So that's never a real fight. Yeah. Nah, well. she a, she's a uh, chocolate candy person. So. Ooh, yeah. So my wife don't like candy. Okay, she's more of a. Uh, Give me some uh, either cornbread or a uh, macaroni and cheese person. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I yeah. am too, so yeah. I just let her have it and go get a popsicle or something. You, know? <laughs> you get down on the blueberry cornbread? Uh, no, because it sounds like corn muffins and whatever it is, so okay. no. Blueberry cornbread is dope. Blueberry man. cornbread. Yeah, you go buy the box of Jiffy. It's already pre-made. You just add like a milk, two eggs to it, stir it, put it in, in a muffin tin. <sighs> this sounds like Potatoes, salad, or raisins. So, <laughs> next thing. Childish Gambino with This Is America. Mm-hmm. You seen that? So, I just watched the video right before we... Uh, and I hit record on them. Came online. Yep. It was like... He was sitting there bopping and looking like, oh, what the heck just happened? 
So I didn't. I didn't have a chance to um, actually listen to the lyrics. I was just watching the visuals. What was your first mm-hmm. impression of the visuals? They were different. It felt like really art- artistic, right? So it felt like it felt like he was trying to convey a message of like freedom. Mm. Because he had like the shirt off, and it just felt like he was like living with no limits. You know, he was doing funny dances, like he wasn't ashamed of who he was, and he had like you know the naps out, so he was like real black and proud. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, my hair out here, man. Yeah, I was like, hey, I just don't got that beard though. Right. <laughs> it will not grow for nothing. But yeah, it felt it felt like it was it was a message of freedom, a message of we don't care what um, maybe going on in the country right now. We still just gonna live our best life, as everybody say. You know, that's what I got from it. Just at least the first time viewing it. See, he's you are way deeper than me sometimes. Oh I yeah, I've been saying like, didn't get that. <laughs> no, nope. but no, I mean there's definitely some symbolisms there, and I, you know, I I gotta. It takes me a couple times to listen or watch a video to actually internalize what's going on. Okay. So but my first impression was probably like. You know, there are definitely some truths here. Like, okay. with the whole, my man sitting now eating some chips, I think, and, you know, shot him in the head. And, okay. you know, it's a little, first is a little vulgar if you sit back and think about it, but mm-hmm. not everybody recording stuff and walking past with the phones and such. Okay. And, you know, and the guy that walks into the church where the choir is singing, and he just mm-hmm. fire shots at those guys. And I was just like, wow, this, that's pretty much our whole, like, last, like, I don't know, five, ten years maybe. Right. That sucks for America. Mm-hmm. Should have moved to Canada. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it's late for that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, I, I always try to live my best life regardless. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that video was like, all right, I love what you did here. That's him and J. Cole, man. They, mm-hmm. they came, they coming with it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm here for this music. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can always count on at least two or three good rappers to give me some music that's just like, Right, my man. So I gotta, I gotta start digging into into both of them because, like, my favorite rapper who used to like be out there is like stepped away now. So I was a Lupe Fiasco fan, and like I Lupe, remember Lupe. Like, I, I only liked his first two albums. Okay, I like, after I, that, it just didn't stick. I like every one of his albums. He came out with five, five albums, and then <laughs> he had like, yeah, like he had like ten mixtapes, and I probably heard like six mixtapes out of ten because. This is too hard to find. And not a fan then. Because oh, I not to say I'm not a fan, but I only like his first and second album. Yeah, the cool and uh was that Food and Liquor? Liquor was the first, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was it. When he came to Wayne State, you didn't stop by. No. I know I didn't see you there. I was just asking to see if you was gonna <laughs> <laughs> It was only like five black people there. I know. Everybody else was, you know, from you know, diversity and everything. So, diversity. You know. Cause he, he reaches out to Yeah. I like I said, after the cool, just, I don't know, it just didn't catch my ear. Like, and, I mean, I'm all about creatives that do their thing, whatever, and uh-huh. I applaud anybody that steps into that space. And I'm always the first to tell people, like, if you don't understand, you don't really appreciate art forms. But yep. when I heard it, I was just like, mm. Yeah, I can understand mm. that. The third album wasn't his fault. He got forced to release that by Atlantic Records. So. You know. Yeah. 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 I'm not gonna talk too bad about him. All right. He don't deserve that. I appreciate it. You know, he's he's still cool people's. Yeah. However, on the other hand, I said we wasn't gonna talk about this guy. I just got one question. Go ahead. 
Are we claiming he need help or are we just killing off Yeezy? What, what are we doing with this? So I want to know if I just need to move on. I don't, I don't have an answer for that right now. I don't have an answer. I don't, I don't have We're going to just move on. Because graduation. That's all I got to say. Okay. So we're going to move on. <laughs> uh, that season two. It, good, look, good segue. Hey, you know? Yep. I'm actually going to get to that. But uh, we, yeah. I want to I want to give us due justice. Okay, okay. We're going to leave that right where it's at. All right. So, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And shout out to everyone who appreciated and saw our post on the social media sites about mental health awareness. And, yeah, we encourage everybody to, you know, kind of find their space, speak your truth, and, you know, really get to if there are certain things that are on your mind. You know, don't be afraid to speak those things. Speak those things because that ultimately takes um, that ultimately takes a lot of power and courage to do that. Right. I actually saw a quote. It was about um, I'm not going to get this right. I'm going to butcher it, but it was about you know, women don't you know hide don't hide basically speak your truths and speak your you know speak your truths because that take that has the most effect and that has the most power. And um, I thought that was really. I really hit home. I was actually going to share it, but I was at work, so I couldn't really do it. So uh, I didn't even save it. I just liked it, and mm-hmm. you know, I did it on Instagram. Just scroll, scroll. I like that. Okay. So, yeah. But, um, so yeah. So we had a few people that actually responded, which was dope. So I'm going to read one. Okay. I am going to read one. It is right under our post. Man, not that page. That's my page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So, there are two individuals. I'm giving shout-outs. Okay. Giving shout-outs. Yep. Giving shout-outs. Yep. So, shout-out to the first person. It's me, Celeste. And, yeah, she's dope. And she said, in the past, well, the question was, let's start there. So, what is one of your mental matters, issues you struggle with or currently struggle with? And she said, in the past, not understanding my depression. I had no coping skills and didn't understand it at all. After therapy and really taking care of myself, I'm able to deal with it completely different. Yeah, that just, that hit home mm-hmm. a little bit. Because, I mean, you know, we were always taught to tough it out. it be all right. Just pray on it. Right. And, I mean... You know, don't show expression, don't cry, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And, you know, you dealt with it that way. Yep. But you compressed it because mm-hmm. that's how you were taught. And I think that was passed down for forever, for whatever reason. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I think it goes back to slavery personally. But, okay. You know, but you compress it and you never get the chance to express it or release it and, let it, you know, be known. So, you know, you have those issues. And so, um, you know, I just think that's. I think it's definitely admirable, you know, to say the least. And, um, you know, I just wish and hope that more people will say and think like that. So, um, the next one, this is actually a current one, like what they're currently struggling with. This is from Francine Juliet. And she says that I am currently struggling with maintaining and maintaining remaining in a neutral place while being bipolar. I honestly find it easier to deal with depressive episodes than me 
the manic ones. Um, hmm. What you think on that one? Need me to read it again? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna need some definition. So I'm currently struggling with maintaining and remaining in a neutral place while being bipolar. I honestly find it easier to deal with depressive episodes than manic ones. And so, I guess I, what I interpret that is you, you know, you have different moments where you're, you know, in your quote unquote, I don't want to say normal state because there's no opinion, there's no such thing as normal, but uh, that's more of a perception. But, you know, you have your, I guess I'm kind of the same way. I kind of have like, not, I don't think it's bipolar. But I do have my moments where I'm really, really high up. Like, uh-huh. I'm really good. Like, yeah. Like, Rich always has a smile on his face. Yep. And then I had a moment where I'm just like, just don't talk to me. Do not bother me. I don't want to be bothered with anybody. And in those moments, you know, I'm not going to say I truly thrive in those. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people like that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, when they get in the funk, it's just like, oh, my God, get out of your funk, bro. Like, it's making me depressed. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> ultimately, learn how to deal with that, you know, whether it be, you know, through meditation, through mm-hmm. working out. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, you know, I start to – I used to actually draw okay. when I was younger. I want to get back to that, but – I used to just draw a lot, so I would like, you know, draw like Dragon Ball Z stuff, and I would try to draw actual people from magazines and cartoon characters, and like I probably could bust out a sketch right now to Black Panther if I truly felt like it. Okay, but I ain't got no paper, so we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but um, you know, it's just different ways to understand your mental state and how to deal mm-hmm. with those different states. Okay, so in one state you thrive, maybe you're in a creative mood, you're in a you know, uh, really expressive move, like, yeah, I'm happy, blah, 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 I can radiate this on everybody. Yep. But then the other end, it's like, how do you not compress that, but to kind of channel that and make it your, mm-hmm. you know, make it your truth, make it your, another thriving moment out of mm-hmm. being at your lowest. Okay. That's what I interpret. Okay. So. So with that, it's like, for me, when I'm at, like, my lowest, because I don't want to, like, label it or something, because... Like, I've never, like, been to a doctor or have it, like, diagnosed or anything like that. But I noticed that, like, as I as I got older, I would say probably around, like, 16 or 17, it just came to a point where, like, when I was in, like, high school, I just didn't really feel like doing anything, right? It was just, like, it wasn't that I was lazy because, you know, I feel like lazy people, like, they just, like... They don't have, like, no drive or anything like that. Like, I still wanted to be great. Like, I still had goals. I still had, you know, a vision of where I wanted to be. But it's just, like, I was in a lull. So I remember being in 11th grade, and uh, one of my uh, engineering teachers, like, I just kept getting, like, C's, C's all the time, C's all the time, and all of this stuff. And then I had that same teacher for 12th grade year. Um, It was a, like, continuation class. Like, you took, like, Drafting one and then, or we took drafting three and four in 11th grade and then five and six in 12th grade. So I went back to 12th grade, I had the same teacher, and he was like, Man, like, you changed since last year. I was like, What do you mean? He was like, You can A's on everything. And I was like, Yeah, I always had that ability. I just didn't feel like doing it last year. <laughs> so it's like, I, 
I go through that a lot. Like even even as an adult, like sometimes like I I work with like you know on different like boards and things like that, like you know church and different volunteer groups and stuff, and they'll hand out um you know like they'll delegate tasks and everything. And if I'm in like one of those moves where I don't feel like doing anything, I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but like even with us sometimes when like we putting together stuff, it's just like I'm just like distant from everything. And it's like I know I need to be doing something, but it's it's not gonna get done and I don't know why. Like it's like I'm just sitting there and it's like <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but it's not getting done. So I feel like I had those episodes. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna tell the truth on myself. That's how that's how I am. Speak your truth, bro. Yeah. I got to. Some days I don't feel like being a good husband, but I have to at all times. So yeah, yes. yeah. You know, she that's, would she would do that for me. She'd yeah. be a good wife for me. So mm-hmm. that's what we signed up for. So that is exactly yeah. what we signed up for. Yep. No deviations. Right. No take backs and going to her father. <laughs> One of the things that like I used to do too, as far as like relationships and dealing with like states and you know how how like you gave you read the first person's response where they said they will like compress like the issues or um i think that was the word you used so um like when i was first like dating my wife and everything like that like if she had like a situation it wasn't like a bad situation it would just be like that person didn't hold the door and they saw me coming in behind them and i'd be like why are you letting that bother you like who cares who they are you know that type of thing and she'd be like I had a right to, you know, be irritated with that. And, you know, like, they, they should have held a door. Like, I'm a young lady and stuff. And I'll just be like, forget them. Who are they? You know, that type of thing. And and um, and so she texted me recently. I think it was this morning or yesterday morning. Like, she told me, like, yeah, like, previously, if uh, if she felt some type of way about something, um, I was always the person that she wanted to talk to, but she always knew that I'll be the type of person that's just like, man, I don't, you know, leave that alone. Like, that don't do nothing. Like, it's not affecting you. Like, it has no, you know, no valid point. It's, it's not going to affect the outcome of whatever happens five years from now. And, like, she she always used to tell me that, too. Like, she'll come back, like, a day later, be like, you know when you say stuff like that? Like, it made me not want to talk to you about stuff. Aww. So, recently, she texted me yesterday morning, and it was a meme uh, that she sent me and said something about, like, um, having somebody that you could talk to about anything, even if it doesn't affect everything is good or something like that. And she texts me like with the caption, like, you've been doing like so much better at this since we've been married. Like you always, you know, you always there now. Like you never like try to shut me down when I'm feeling a certain type of way, even if it doesn't like affect the, you know, that type of thing, whatever. So I felt like I, I, I made it a, yeah, I made it a, a point to, like, do that, but I didn't know I was actually, like, living in that. So, mm. I don't know, like, what can I credit that to, but I felt good when she sent me that. So. Stepping up to the plate, my friend. Trying to. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Because that's one of the things I struggle with early in, like, just our relationship, you know. So, and this kind of goes back from that male perspective mm-hmm. about, you know, just being a guy, not even, well, even being a black guy, uh-huh. you know, black male in society, like, we have, well, okay, I'm not going to speak for all of us, because, you know, yeah. some people are more trash than others. Yep. I'm not going to just lie on y'all. You can't, you can't put us down there with them. I can't. Yeah. I refuse. Sorry. I work, I work hard for these stripes. Yeah. <laughs> people to know who I am and actually care. I work hard for these. <laughs> but, no, like, in real life, um, you have... 
this whole notion of entitlement and, you know, it matters to, the stuff that matters to us matters to us and nothing else matters. Right. And I've noticed that early in our relationship and one of the things that I knew that I had to work on to be a good, not only friend to her, but to be a good potential husband to her mm-hmm. was to take her feelings into consideration and walk the world in her shoes for a minute. Okay. And once I started seeing things from her perspective, I could understand more of how she feels about certain situations. Okay. Like, for example, if you ever go to Kidoba and not bring something back, <laughs> you already know how yeah. that's going down. <laughs> which actually happened to me. Okay. We're going to say that for the next episode or you're going to get to it now. <laughs> get to it now. is bothering you. We're going to let you get that it's off the mental. happened because this is on my mental. <laughs> okay. She got mad at me, and I, you know, from I'm always allowing myself once a month or at least twice a month I'd be really mad at me for something stupid. Okay. Or just something in general, not just something stupid. Uh-huh. That's, the mis- that's dismissive behavior right there. Yeah, that is. Um, But she got mad at me, and this is the middle of a power outage, and I hadn't had anything to eat. We were recording everything. I came uh-huh. back, and I see you double on the table. I'm like, oh, okay, must be something in the back for me, right? Yep, yep. Well, we're all talking, I'm famished, I'm falling asleep, I'm like, alright, we need to get up and make moves, you know, maybe something is bad, but I'm just going to take a nap, I wake up, mm-hmm. so we get to barbecue, we're about to barbecue, in which my grill falls apart while I'm walking in down on okay. different story, Okay. and um, so I'm like, okay, well, what's in, you know, what what we get from Kudoba, and she's like, I got something for me because I'm mad at you, <laughs> and her dad's like... What you mean? This man been work. I'm like, pops, pop, don't. Yeah. Just don't even. I got, <laughs> I got to lay next to her at night. Don't. Mm-mm. We gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, that really, really made me feel a certain way. But because you know the foot, if the fools in the other shoe, you know it would yep. be a wrap. Yep. Because <laughs> hell, I have no wrap. <laughs> Like a woman hungry. <laughs> we, my boy. <laughs> Bang. Um. But yeah, as far as that dismissive behavior, you know, I had to really understand the woman's perspective, her perspective in general, uh-huh. and you know, really grasp that early, because for me to be a significant other, sometimes there's going to be moments where I. Either ask for my opinion or input or how to handle a situation, even if I am the expert or not. Like, you know, right, right. or, you know, sometimes it's, hey, shut up and listen because I got to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. So, kind of being that support, uh, understanding, you know, how they want you to respond right. versus how you are initially thinking <laughs> to respond. <laughs> Maybe two different things. Yeah. But you'll get to a point where, like you expressed now, like you're getting to that point where it's like, this is how she needs me to respond. This is where she needs me. So here we, yep. we plug this in or mm-hmm. we plug that in. Like the I was told during our premarital counseling, a complimented day goes a long way. Yeah. And so I always make any effort to give some type of compliment <laughs> per day, even if she thinks it's completely ridiculous or not. Yep. And uh, I won't even say some of the stuff because it's actually hilarious and not appropriate <laughs> for there. But you know, she knows what I say, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god, you're so stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm dead serious, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, girl, you find it in everything. You mm-hmm. know? But anyway, so that's that's an important key. 
to all y'all boyfriends and husbands out there listening yep. or spouses listening. Yep. Remember that because it goes both ways. Right. Ain't just guy to girls, girl to guy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta stroke that boy ego. Mm-hmm. We might be feeling low. Yep. But yeah, so that was good talk. Um, where are we at? So that was basically the whole piece about mental health awareness. We are, we will be looking to put out different discussion topics throughout the week, similar to our "What's on Your Mind" Wednesdays. Um, just in place of that, we're doing mental health awareness this month because we are focused on the mental and all mental matters to us. So yeah. um, that's that part. So, are you ready? I'm ready. For the weekly topic. For the weekly topic. Hey. Hey. Why am I getting calls? Are you ready? Right now. <laughs> for the weekly topic. I'm not ready for the weekly topic, apparently, because, boy, it is 8.30 at night. Yep. And, okay, you know, this is just... I'm not gonna deal with this. I I I just refuse. I'm just not gonna deal with this at all. Just jump right into it. Okay, I'm ready now. Let's just do it. (laughs) All right. So, weekly topic this week: we are discussing protecting the younger you. I thought this was very significant because sometimes, from the weekly or day to day basis, even sometimes you gotta remember who you are. You know, where you come from, you know, just from how you were brought up to, you know, that little voice inside of why you do what you do mm-hmm. and who you're actually doing things for. Because I found myself some days trying to do things just for other people, like whether it be mentoring or whether it be, you know, working a job or it be obviously schoolwork mm-hmm. or even with your spouse, you know, trying to please your spouse, making sure they're happy. Right. Um, while all the while, you know, you're, at least for me anyway, you're so focused on other people's happiness and everybody else's happiness mm-hmm. that you forget about you and sometimes even the younger you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately how they would perceive you forgetting about them. You know, that's kind of how I initially thought about it. And so I thought this was a very important topic and, you know, I thought it was something we can definitely get into because it does affect the mental. And so, yeah, I mean, I remember when I was little, but do you remember when you was little? Like when you think of yourself little, like what age do you think of initially? Like, I think of, uh, probably like age eight, eight, yeah, seven, eight, around like the year 98. So I was born in 91, so I think 98 a lot. Like, 98 you was born in 91? Yeah. I think... <laughs> <laughs> what that's supposed to mean? I feel old. We want to hear it. I feel <laughs> old. What do you mean? Well, I was born in 89. See, that's not even bad. But, and I was even... So my little nephew, my, not nephew, he seems like it, but my little cousin is graduating. Uh-huh. This is last week of high school this week. Okay. And I was just like... I watched you grow up from being a freshman. I watched you grow up from being a kid, like a kid kid. Yeah. With no type of handles, no nothing. And then you, mm-hmm. the man on varsity about to graduate. And I'm mm-hmm. like, duh. So, of course, like, 
you know, older people, you know, our younger cousins that jump be blocking us on social media. And, uh, <laughs> I feel the same way. I got to But he doesn't cousin. block me, so I feel good. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yes, we got, that's my man. But um, those are my uh, 2000 babies graduating this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I got a cousin born in 2000. She graduated that's, this year. My God. Yeah. But, and I was like, man, like he was, you know, posted like last week of high school, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm getting old. Right. And he said, not really. Okay. I was like, all right. All right. I dealt this. <laughs> he gave me a pass. He gave me a pass. <laughs> I was cool. Yeah. But, you know, just kind of protecting the younger you is, you know, for me, when I think of it, I think of like, I think back far. Like, I think because I recently looked at pictures. Okay. But I think of like four or five. Okay. Um, And we'll get into that reason. Uh-huh. But... You know, I think of four or five, and I look at that person in the face, I'm like, man, nothing in the world mattered to this boy, because mm-hmm. he had his favorite hat on. Yep. Always had a hat on. What was one was the favorite? Huh? Which hat was the favorite? Multiple. It was it was between two. It was what today people call that, um, and then it was my Detroit Pistons hat, because... I had Detroit Pistons hat. Yeah. And we was just coming out for championship. Okay. And we were still one of the best in the East uh-huh. when I was like four years old. Okay. So it was lit. But then it was kind of that downward spiral that okay. we didn't really recover from until like the <laughs> early 2000s, <laughs> which was still a long time ago. So, um, yeah. But I always think of that young, um, think of that young four or five year old. No, I remember I seen other pictures, but when I think of younger me, I automatically think of four to five. Okay. And that's just completely weird to me because Is that like the year you had like the most like fun or something? Or? I don't know. I don't think it was the most fun. But I have a lot of pictures from that time like of me like first off I was completely skinny bitty, just like <laughs> I could fit you know how, like, when you you literally can, like, fit in those weird spaces, like, under tables. Yeah, and through the fences. And in the cabinets. <laughs> and if you want to, you can put yourself in a dryer, which was completely stupid to me. But <laughs> I didn't do it. Somebody else did it. Yeah. Um, and, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I think about that age, and I think about how carefree I was, how I was just happy I was with life, and mm-hmm. I didn't let anything affect my happiness. Yep. And so, you know, to me, that was the key. Just kind of protecting that version of me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I automatically think about four to five, and it's like, why? Like, why four to five? Mm-hmm. But I think it's because I looked at some pictures within the last few years, and it was like, I remember this. Mm-hmm. I remember that porch. Mm-hmm. I remember that house, obviously. And those shoes were really comfortable, and I didn't care what people thought about my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now, nah, if I did that, I would be clowned because my feet are trash right now. But. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not against the whole pedicures, manicures. Dang it, I'm yeah, securing mine. I'm not either. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I have thought of some questions. Okay. But before I get to the questions, I want to know really, and I'll get into me. What was your favorite memory about that age? Well, like I said, it was the summer, like, 98, and so it was, I was, like, seven, yeah, I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. I just remember, like, 
Like that's why I asked you, like how, like why did you remember like age four and five? Because I remember age seven and eight, like the summer of '98, going to '99, because it was the year that I really like discovered music, and it was also like the year where I like spent the most time with my cousins. So it's like just like it was just one of those like nice Detroit summers. Like you see people talking about on Facebook, like Man, Detroit ain't the same. Like I, I know what they mean. Like that summer, it was like go to my cousin's house, we played 007 on N64. And then, you know, like, we need snacks, we go to the corner store, come back, you know, <laughs> play football on the way to the corner store, you know, that type of thing. Dude, and Golden Eye was so lit. It was. Especially to capture the Golden Gun. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember we used to, um, used to have, play four players, so it'd be oh, like, yeah. quadrant, and then it's like, somebody wouldn't be able to get a gun, because somebody else would be collecting all of them, so you had to, like, slap your way into you. <laughs> <laughs> come down the screen and stuff it was dope man and like so and then it was also like like i said i discovered like music that year not that i was like old enough to buy cds or anything but i just remember like in detroit like the top 888 wj it was dope like that was the year that hard knock life was on the radio so that was jay-z's like volume two album then like dmx just dropped and it was like Man, it was like it was oh, so man. many, it was so many, so much like music that summer. Like Cash Money was just coming out, with all of this stuff. This oh summer. man! So it was just like the radio was like the radio. Yeah. So it was like you had the music, you had the family time. I think we had a reunion that summer, so it was like I was starting to meet like more of my family. It was just, it was just live. So that's why that's the age that I remember because yeah. of all those things. Wow! Yeah, music was a big deal to me. Yeah, I remember at that age now. That's deep. I think back to that age of four and five. Well, for prime, the immediate reason was I think about our random trips we used to take. And I think we kind of talked about it before, but, you know, we used to always go fishing. Okay. So it was me and my parents and my um, one of my closest cousins. Mm-hmm. And so we always went fishing. Like every weekend, we would go fishing, and we go to a different place. So okay. sometimes it'd be in the city. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'd be like at a Metro Parkway. Okay. Sometimes it'd be over in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically every time we go fishing, you could either fish with worms, or you could fish with minnows. Okay. And I remember where my dad would always come back with the minnows and a bucket of water. Uh-huh. And we would always play with the minnows <laughs> and, like, just chase them around in the water. And, like, they wouldn't, like, try to bite us because they're, like, they're both, like, this big. Right, like, right. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm like, chasing around, chasing around. <laughs> and we're always playing with these fish and we hold them and, like, do all this crazy stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, those are just really fun times. Yeah. Like, I had the best times going fishing, uh-huh. like, with my parents and with my cousin. And we just had a ball because... We were together. We have fun. Mm-hmm. There'd be good food still, cause mm-hmm. you know my dad always had to pack his snacks. Okay, but we always get that initial meal uh-huh. to hold us over <laughs> you so you can eat the snacks. Okay, and then you get to your snacks. Mm-hmm. You always have to try to use the bathroom. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you were outside, you know, fishing, you know, uh-huh. trying to find a bathroom is like the worst thing in the world. Okay. But um, so you have that, and then you have. Um, you know, when it was time to go, mm-hmm. you knew when it was time to go because mm-hmm. my, my parents would start arguing about it was being cold outside. 
And you know, like, well, just give me your jacket. Yep. Like, take the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they fighting. It's time to go. <laughs> They're not gonna talk for the whole way home. He started rolling off the cooler and everything back to right. the car. <laughs> you already know, knew. Let's just take me home, man. Time to go home. <laughs> so then we go home and fire the fish, and it's still a good time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we legit had a good time. Yeah. And you know, between that and. You know, just good times with my cousins, like from playing, you know, playing with toys and playing video games and yep. playing basketball even. So we thought we were doing something really. Mm-hmm. Um, at like four or five <laughs> and then six and seven. It's like in between that time, I got initially think of like those the end of my single digit years, really. Okay. It's like the whole span of 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got a basketball rim and. Yeah. Everybody used to come over to my house because I was pressing on the block <laughs> with the basketball room. Yep. And my mom had the garden. Okay. With the watermelon in the back. Mm-hmm. And all the neighborhood kids would come over with watermelon. Okay. Like, it was just really good times in the neighborhood. And mm-hmm. after I turned 10, you know, everything just kind of changed because we experienced, like, our first loss on the block. Okay. Like, somebody had, you know, got shot and killed. And it was just like... Mm-hmm. Well, these aren't happy moments anymore. So that went down sideways, and everything from there just went south. Was that person like the same age as you? Like no, no, no. This person was older. He was like one of the older, like you know, middle school, high school kids in the block. Okay. And um, you know, just hanging with the wrong people. I think it was like a Super Bowl, Uh and you know, we just heard shots go off. And not too long from that, right, right. You know, we had um, we just heard like the mom screaming, which is like okay. For me, that really kind of did something for me. It was just like, and it wasn't a good way. It was just like, wow, mm-hmm. that person you always see walking down the street is no longer here. Yeah. See, I experienced that at a young age too. We had a, a, a kid in our, I wasn't say a guy, but we were kids. So it wasn't mm-hmm. a guy. We were like third grade. And he was in like the same third grade that we were in. Like, he wasn't in my direct class, he was in another class. But it's like, you got killed on a Friday. We came out of school on Monday. We're just like, you really gone. Like, it was on the news on Channel 4 and everything. Yeah. So the only reason I was asking that is because it's like, I know like what effect that had on me. Like, you, you, it made you think differently about stuff. It made me think to not take anything for granted. Yeah. Like somebody can be here today and not tomorrow. Yeah. So to live life every day, like it's your last. And, you know, I mean, we this message kind of carries for everything like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you may not know this might be like, the last time you're talking with somebody or, like, yep. last time you interact with anybody or something of that nature. So just always, you know, try to leave things on a positive note with people. Yep. Leave them something that, you know, gives them that positive positive momentum to, you know, just be able to just deal with life. Right. Because these days we live in are just, mm-hmm. they're crazy. Yeah. You know, just from everything going on. And, you know, that's why I think this episode is so important because, you know, sometimes when I deal with the everyday world, you know, I deal with difficult people at work or it be, you know, crazy moments at home or whatever it may be. You know, I think about the younger me and how I was just so carefree and just, mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Nothing bothered me. No worries. Yeah, just no worries at all. It was just great. Kona Matata. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I think about, I think about that. And, um, you know, think about the whole notion of just how life was and what it should be. So, uh-huh. uh, for me, I think that, you know, it all goes back into the whole mental matters piece anyway. My mental matters because, 
that younger person. And so um, I definitely thought this episode was important for that, mm-hmm. especially during Mental Health Awareness Month. Right. I think it's one of those major keys you can, I use that again, <laughs> show fuck. But I think it's one of those major keys that you think about like, okay, this is how you get back to your happy place. Uh-huh. And this is what you need. These are like some of the things you can try to do to make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do want to actually talk about that. Maybe, I don't know, probably won't be this episode, but. No, what are some ways to actually... I think we can still do that. Okay. We can but we'll get to that later. All right. So, don't let me forget that, though. Write that down, y'all. What, what was he saying? Go but to the basically, we're going to think of like ways to cope with, you know, you know, getting back to your, your, your correct mental space. Okay. Okay. Because for me, my correct mental space is that carefree attitude of mm-hmm. life matters, but, you know, negative attitudes don't really, but we'll, yeah. we'll get there. So, we'll get to that. Hold that. So, I got an activity. I always have activities. Yep. Don't know what you thought. <laughs> All right. So, first question. If you had to meet your younger self, first, what advice would you give them? Man, I would give them so much advice. Like, I could go through, like, this list without even writing it down. But like... <laughs> I'm sure you could. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's stuff about school, it's stuff about um, money. Uh, I mean, I can start with just like the, the high school thing. So when I was in high school, uh, I wish I could have took better advantage of uh, like the opportunities that I had or that it's not that I actually had them. They weren't even offered to me. But if I knew that they were on the table, I would have went and, and, and sought them out. So, for instance, taking those AP classes so I can get a higher GPA, be more competitive, knock out a few uh, basic level requirements in college, I would have went that route. Um, so I would have took, you know, more challenging classes in high school, applied for um, the student, uh, you know, scholarships, uh, get those knocked out. <laughs> those are a couple of things Boy. I could think of right at the top. Um, and then when it comes to just uh, actually, like, picking – um, a, a curriculum I'm not even so sure that I would do engineering again you know I'm thinking like since it was so expensive to go to a public for a university like I see like so much stuff about just you know going to a heating and cooling school and still making the same amount of money as an engineer I don't know if that's true but I mean at the end of the day like we all just trying to pay our bills and you know that's something that um is, is like if I if I would have you know saw like a trade or something like that you know because like we grew up well, at least for me, like I grew up around people um, were always telling me, like, you got to go to college, you got to go to college, you got to go to college. Like, it wasn't like an actual option. It was just like, I'm going to go to college and I'll figure it out when I get there type of thing. It wasn't like I actually thought this thing out. Like, okay, this is what I want my, and, like, I knew what type of income I wanted. I didn't know how I was going to, like, actually, like, get there, get there. But, you know, you dream about stuff. So it was that type of thing. It was more like a dream that I had. Like, I want to make this amount of money or whatever. But if I actually had, like, someone sit down with me, and explain to me, like, uh, like flow diagrams of income. Like, this is how much comes in. This is how much goes out. Like, that would have been, like, really beneficial for me. Um, you know, just understanding, uh, like, how money actually works. That's a big thing right now. I feel like nobody ever taught us any of this stuff. None of that stuff. Like, between, that's that's a, that part about how, how money works for you. Yeah. Um, how many works period right I think that would have been something I could have definitely benefited from in like high school uh-huh. because I got my first job and I got a bank account and I was just like 
It's money in there. I mean, <laughs> even if I overdraw it, it's fine because uh-huh. it's going to come right back when I get paid. So, right. whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I had a whole negative account. <laughs> and did not understand what the overdraft fee meant until it happened. I was like, uh-huh. my money. You going to charge me for money that I don't have? My like, money. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You can't do any money in there. Yeah. Um. So, that was, I think that would have been a major key. And then, I'm glad you said that as far as, like, different skill traits because... I feel like with the rise of, you know, students getting academic degrees, right? you know, there's like a lack of certifications in skilled trades. Right. And people don't pursue skilled trades or like, you know, those different type of jobs. Mm-hmm. So especially our people. Yep. Now those jobs are, you know, going to other people and it's like, you know, we're settling for... You know, and this is no knock to people that have to do this or work in these places, but we're just settling for places like McDonald's or Burger King or, yeah. or working at the local, you know, pharmacy as a, you know, as a cashier or whatever. But, yeah. you know, with skilled trades, there's so much money to be made. And it's such a short time span that you have to, like, go to school for it. Like, you get it certified in, what, nine months? That's it. Time to take to have, you know, have a baby come for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> instead of messing around popping out babies, right. you can be popping out paychecks. Right. Like, come on, bro. Come <laughs> on. Right. But, um, you know, there's just such a lack of, I think, awareness of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anybody I talk to when, I, when they talk about wanting to go to school, I'm like, well, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint of heart. That's for darn sure. Right. But, you know, also... You know, what are you actually going to do with a career? Like, do you want to work with your hands to mm-hmm. make stuff? Do mm-hmm. you want to, um, do you want to create? You know, what do you actually want to do? Because, you know, especially within the last year or so, I found that if you really want to do something, there's a way to get paid for it. Okay. Always a way mm-hmm. to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, find out what that thing is that, you know, makes you the happiest. You know, that, you know, again, that would make, the younger you, like, proud of you, like, yo, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that is definitely, like, a you know, major thing as far as, like, advice to give yourself when you're younger. I think for, before I say that, is that the only thing? Because you say you had a list. Yeah, so it's, it's, wanna... it's like school, uh, finances. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like the relationship thing, I already knew that. Because, like, my, my granddad oh, that. my granddad and my dad, my mom, they, they had me at a real good, you know, understanding of this is what it is, this is what it's not. You said, I know what's going to get me hurt. She, yeah. She's talking about, <laughs> she had no idea, but I was going to sleep right off her little feet. <laughs> my, uh, my granddad, you know, they, they, they used to tell us, you know, don't get caught up in a situation you can't get out of, like, you know, that type of thing. Like, he always was stern about School education mm-hmm. get you a, get you a steady income, and then you worry about the relationship later. That's it. You know, no romance without finance, that type of thing. Because <laughs> don't no chick with no romance if you ain't got finance, right? Not to say you need your money these days, but uh, yeah, pfft. it was. You try to go holler at a chick that got stuff together, working a, a nine to five on the block, and see how much play you get. Right. You might actually get play. I don't know. There's some chicks nowadays that like that type of crap. I mean, we shouldn't encourage that on the show. I'm right? not encouraging that at all because <laughs> I think those guys are some of the trash. Right. Personally. Yeah. But Because they get stuck in that. Like, mm-hmm. 
I'll get into Jay Z stuff later. You know, right. you know I love Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. find something Jay Z to talk about for the end of this episode. Yeah, so I mean, like finances, education, relationships, like all of that stuff. Like I knew the, the I knew the relationship thing. I knew that from the beginning. But like the finances and the education, that's something I would go back and give myself advice on. Um, and then just just like uh, like affirmations. I felt like like uh, I touched on it before. Like I felt like I was really timid. Like in middle school and high school. You was really timid. Yeah, I was very timid. Where? Wow. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I just got off an eight hour you day. Used to be timid. <laughs> I used to be timid. And so. <laughs> wow. And so, like, I was just giving myself, you know, affirmations about how you said, like, if there's something you want, just go after it and it'll, you know, come forth, that type of thing. Like, I felt like I used to sit back a lot. Even sometimes now I do, but, like, I know that, like, Terrell, you shouldn't be, you know, resting right here. You know, it's more stuff to accomplish, that type of stuff. So, um, yeah, that, I think that that would be about it, like, at least off the top of my head, what I would yeah. what I would give myself advice on. I think those are some key things, though. Yeah. It takes, like, half a mind out of just throw those <laughs> out there. I would say... From the affirmation piece? Yep. I would have... I would probably tell my younger self to... I guess kind of the piggyback on one of them. Is to kind of just go after exactly what you want. Be intentional. Okay. No matter what the goal is. No matter how unattainable it may seem. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, for instance, you know, I used to be really shy when it came to talking to girls. Okay. Like, I don't know what it was. I was the same way. Like, I could talk to people. <laughs> like, I had no problem talking to people like I do now. Like, right. no problem at all. All right. Like, I could start a conversation with a butterfly and get a response. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> you know, when it came to, like, when it came to, like, you know, expressing interest. Uh-huh. You know, I was so glad for technology. I was like, it's just sending us in a text. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but, you know, initially it was just like, I think she's really pretty. Or like, uh-huh. you know, man, I, you know, I think so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And um, I, I didn't really know what to do with that. I was just like, oh, well, I guess she'll never know. Mm-hmm. And then the one bum guy, I get her. And I'm like, yeah. dang. <laughs> I could have been like my middle school boy or something, like, you know. And y'all, uh, y'all could have split free lunch together and everything. Yeah, no, look, okay. <laughs> I would split that uh, that half a slab of pizza with you, like, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but you ain't getting the, the riblet though. Nah, you, can't, you can't have a riblet. Riblet's mine, bro. That was amazing why, to me. Why they serve us chocolate milk with everything though? Like chocolate they milk can't chocolate wash down riblet. Look, low key. I used to look. You want white or cho- chocolate, bro? Don't chocolate. give me that white stuff. Mm-hmm. I do not want regular milk. I want chocolate milk. Yeah. With my apple juice. Thank you. I'm just saying, you can't watch now Riblet with a uh, chocolate milk, though. What was like your favorite juice, though, from back then? Because they always had the apple. They had this pineapple the one I like. The pineapple. The pineapple one. That, that was cool. lit. <laughs> I love that. Don't slip on that pineapple juice. That, <laughs> I got some pineapple juice in my refrigerator he's, right now. He's had to pull that foil back on it. Like. <laughs> Some people had the foil. Some people had the little carton still. Okay, I had so the you, foil. You, uh, would you split it? 
when you push it open, uh-huh. I remember that. <laughs> I have not seen a carton of anything in my house since then. Like, I swear to God. Yeah. But those are lit. Mm-hmm. But I would tell my younger self to definitely go after it more. You know, don't be afraid of rejection. Yeah. Um, because you're going to be rejected so many times later in your life that mm-hmm. you're going to get used to it anyway. Yeah. So just start early. Um, you know, just being rejected from maybe job opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, different teachers saying you're not going to be nothing. Right. Or basically, like, maybe this isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Way of saying, like, you're not smart enough. Yep. Um, and, um, you know, always being the fear of being judged, I guess. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, from the whole hyper-masculinity piece, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to seem soft and when you're in the hood, you know, right, right. you're all soft, whatever, you want to, mm-hmm. don't mind mess with me, I'm that guy. It's yeah. like, you're not that guy. <laughs> Rich, you're not that guy. Yeah. I know nobody's going to fight you because like, you, you fight mm-hmm. incredibly unfair fairly, mm-hmm. which my dad taught me this. Unfairly. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I don't go for like low blows. I never used to go for low blows, uh-huh. but I was always told if somebody hits you, uh-huh. sock them. Okay. I was like, Dad, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. What do you mean, soccer? Uh-huh. And he gave me an example. And I was uh-huh. like, that kind of hurt. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I was taught that, too, until I partially did it. And then my parents, they were like, don't do that no more. <laughs> 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 we weren't serious when we told you that. Sure, but <laughs> knock that block off. That's what happened. <laughs> but no, like, now I remember I followed that because I was, you know, I was always afraid to express myself. Uh-huh. Even... Not even just with girls or anything, but just with people in general. And people would mess with me. I was be still that timid. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gave me that advice. And I remember the, the random, like, fighting lessons my parents gave. <laughs> and it was like, you know, hey, if you need to get out of a jam, mm-hmm. you know, you know how to swing. Mm-hmm. But swing and aim. Okay. Don't just swing the swing. Don't waste energy. Uh-huh. Hit those spots that you know <laughs> you hit. You go here. Uh-huh. You go here. Okay. You go right here. <laughs> yeah, man, do what nope. you do. What you gotta do to protect yourself uh-huh. and get out of there. Okay. And that's it. Hit with the two piece. Look, I got real good at two piece, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if I had to go for blows with somebody bigger than me, uh-huh. I'm like, all right, I got to get five swings in me. Mm-hmm. I got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So that's what we gonna do. So, this, yeah, I'm going for that chin. Yep. I'm going for that nose. <laughs> I'm going to try to rock your jaw as hard as I can. Parental discretion. We're going to put a, uh, we, we, we're going to put a little time stamp in here. Yeah. What's that? Okay. I got it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, the whole thing is, I don't think you even need a discretionary is protect yourself. Like, mm-hmm. That's one. I think that's another thing I would tell my younger self is protect yourself by any means. Okay. Like, don't let people run all over you. Yep. Don't be afraid to speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Speak your mind. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you say whatever it is versus, versus compress it and let it sit in your brain. Okay. I think a lot of people could benefit from that. I still deal with that as an adult sometimes. See? Yeah. And that comes from that early behavior, like not actually saying what's on your mind. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think festers and like you start mm-hmm. thinking about what if I didn't? Yep. What if I maybe I should have said this? Uh-huh. You know, and since I didn't say it today, am I gonna have the confidence to say it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. 
And dang, you yeah. know, then of course the girl gets the bum guy. And I'm sitting there <laughs> like, no. So, I mean, just go for it. Just be that person. Go for it. Um, I think another piece of advice I would give my younger self would be, hmm, the best advice I would give my younger self is probably the last and a half of this. Mm -hmm. I would say, hmm, I would probably say to myself, you know, at the end of the day, you know, kind of goes to the same thing mm-hmm. but yeah don't care about what other people think of you okay because they're going to think whatever they're going to think of you mm-hmm. just because you are um where you from yeah just because of what you look like you know anything is possible you are probably the smartest person in the classroom <laughs> and it's okay yeah you know don't be ashamed to, don't try to fit in with the other kids if you're that smart person yeah be that smart person. See, I struggle with that too because, like, I was social studies. Yeah, like I remember, like <laughs> I hated social studies, and I knew that I could learn the material. Like I remember, I turned it up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It was like you always for summer school. Okay. I was like summer school. <laughs> Hold my drink. I ain't going to summer school. I'm about to do this project. Uh-huh. It's about to be cold, uh-huh. and I'm about to get an A on this thing. Uh-huh. And I'm going to at least get a C out of this class, bro. <laughs> I got a C plus, B minus, and everything else. I was like, which? Yeah. Where was you at all year? Where was you at? <laughs> I was like, man, I ain't going to do a homework, bro. That's like it's trash. I was sitting in the back of the class. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh, you wasn't? That's, oh, that's worse. I wasn't. <laughs> you were in the front and you know. All the rest of my classes, I was, I was good. Uh-huh. Math, science, uh, language arts. I think it was, yeah, it was language arts back then. Uh-huh. I... Struggle with gym though, cause I I started to get a little chubby and I ain't like myself. That, that one mile run, yeah, that was trash. Them chin ups, no, that was middle school. Mm-hmm. We even had chin ups then. Did you have to uh, climb the rope to the top of the gym? I never tried to climb. The I rope. never did that. I never I, tried that. I, like they used to be like, I regret that. They would say it's your turn. I'd be like, you already know. Like I'm not. A- <laughs> <laughs> we went over this last year in fourth grade. It's not. not it'll happen third grade. It happen fourth. It's not gonna happen fifth. I ain't doing it. Right. Oh man, not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. That's just it. I struggle with that too, though. Like the whole um, thing of just like not wanting to be the smartest in the class because the smartest would get like teased and the teacher yeah. thing and all that. It was I would like, go through that. I wanted to be one of the one of the fellows, so I was just like, I'm gonna turn this work in, but I'm gonna be quiet about it. You know that type of thing. Like, yeah, I did my homework, but I'm not gonna like put my paper on blast with the sticker on it. Don't and all be that. that. Be, don't be that person. Yeah. That's the only person that's turned homework in. Yeah. So everybody forgot it. Y'all had to be at nah, the group. I never did that. Yeah. The one time it happened, I didn't do it on purpose. The way it was, <laughs> we used to have a turn in three assignments every Tuesday. Because you get vocabulary oh, words on Monday, right? Uh-huh. You used to get vocabulary words on Monday. So Tuesday, <laughs> you had to turn in, write the vocabulary word in a sentence. Write the definition. Put them on alphabetical order. I remember that. So, so the way I remember that. <laughs> so I would have, you have three sheets of loose leaf paper, right? And so, I, this is like fourth or fifth grade. So, I turned in my paper, and like, this was like the second week of school. So, nobody remembered to do the other two assignments. They just did the, the definitions. They didn't do the vocabulary, they didn't do the sentences, and they didn't do the alphabetical order. So, I just turned it all through at once. And then the teacher's looking through, like, 
this this stack looked kind of light compared to like my morning my morning session. <laughs> so she was so everybody was like, yeah, we did the, the definitions. She was like, y'all supposed to do sentences, y'all owe me alphabetical order. <laughs> and then she started going through like nobody, nobody, nobody. So she was going through. I'm like, I'm not gonna say nothing. So she gets to mine. She see I have all three papers submitted, and she's like, oh, Jerome did it. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> You was trash. <laughs> After that, everyone was like, why didn't you tell us? I'm like, we was on the playground. How am I supposed to remember what we supposed to do for homework? So You were garbage. It, it was that type of thing. But You yeah. were garbage. Even in middle school, though, like, I was, I just always wanted to be, like, one of the guys. Like, I was on the basketball team. I, didn't, I mean, I was trash on the team. Like, I wasn't, like, I was, like, Tristan Thompson, probably. Like, no, <laughs> I was you were trash. not. I can tell you one reason you were not. Why is that? You did not get caught in the club with random chicks. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I mean, I was just good for a rebound and a jump shot here or there. But Antonio McDice from the sideline oh type of thing. God. But, <laughs> but like, even then, like, I was I was still in good grades. But I just – I didn't want that to be my identity. I just wanted to be, like, one of the one of the guys. So mm. I struggled with that, too. Yeah, I mean – and, yeah, I think that – I think we nailed that one. Let's, yeah. let's go to the next question. All right. I think you're going to really see where I was at here. Okay. So – as far as protecting the younger youth's concern, um, what would you tell them to keep? I would tell the the, uh, the younger me to keep his innocence. Keep his innocence. Why like, is that? I mean, like, don't. Because I mean, I I think I did a a good job at that. My parents did a good job at that. Like, I wasn't aware of like worldly situations at a young age. I didn't know about certain things until I turned like 17, 18. Like I didn't know, um, I didn't know like what what poverty actually was. I didn't know, um, but that's that's kind of like a bad thing to keep your innocence from. You should be aware of stuff like that. I think in the world, but mm-hmm. more so just like 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 teen pregnancies and, and and sexual activity stuff. Like I was away from that like all of my life, and then um, other things like. Like, everybody, like, growing up in Detroit, like, everybody knows somebody who, like, sell, like, some type of illegal, like, weed or something like that. So, yeah, you do. I stayed, I stayed away from, like, those type. Five people right now. Yeah, I stayed, I was able to stay away from those type of things. So, that's what I mean by, like, protect your innocence. Like, make sure that, like, your name is never brought up amongst, like, things that can get you into, like, trouble. Whether it be legal trouble, whether it be moral trouble. Um, so, when I say, like, protect my innocence, I just mean, like, my 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 goals and everything were always like at the front of my head. Like I always knew what I was supposed to do, even if I didn't know like how I was going to do it. I just knew like, okay, this is a potential next step. So this is the way I'm going to go. And I never allowed myself to get caught up into like any other you know type of thing that could stray me from the purpose that you know God had for me or what my parents thought I should do. So that's what I mean by like protect your innocence. Like make sure that you're not brought up amongst things that could pull you down. Can I answer that question? Yo, yeah, you nailed it. Okay. I think you got it. Okay. I think my answer won't compare to yours. <laughs> Jarrell. <laughs> I would say, what do I keep? What would I keep? What would I keep? What would I keep? I would probably aim to keep my physical fitness in check. Okay. Um, I've been, I've been big my whole life, so that wasn't even an option for <laughs> Well, I have been skinny since kindergarten. <laughs> well, there were certain sizes for me that I liked. Uh-huh. Um, 
like the high school version of me, obviously. Everybody loves the high school version of themselves. Okay. Um, but not even just that. Like, when I was in middle school, I played football. And obviously, playing football, you are going to shed like crazy. Right. So, like, eighth grade, I looked like a toothpick for real. Okay. Because I played football. And then it was the point where it was like, basketball weight now you can play basketball for the same team uh-huh. for my middle school and i was just like mm, nah i didn't go for it i uh-huh. wasn't that probably i didn't go for it you know uh-huh. chase after all the way okay but i know i could ball better than half the people was on that team trust me they uh-huh. were kind of trash okay plus it was a you grew up in the inner city uh-huh. everybody can play ball all right right so you go to like a suburban school uh-huh. you know then it's like all right you Kyrie Irving, basically. All I am like <laughs> Alan Iverson, y'all. And y'all are my peasants. Right. <laughs> I'm going to step over you. Right. <laughs> nah, what? So, I mean, you, I, I would definitely tell myself to, you know, kind of maintain that same physical fitness. Okay. Um. So, I would, that, that would definitely be my top one. Okay. Uh, another thing I would probably keep is, um, I would probably I probably would have embraced my relationship with my dad more. Okay. Um, I kinda think I took that for granted almost. Okay. Until it was too late. I was always a my dad was a person of not many words at times. Uh-huh. So I didn't know how to take it. I'm like, do he not like me? Like <laughs> <laughs> But you know, in fact he actually told me like he actually adored me versus like even at times when not as kids. Uh-huh. Um, well, of course you have the, in your own special way, I love you, all that type of stuff. But, uh, yep. you know, with us, you know, we had a very different relationship and I didn't really appreciate it as much until like, later on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, no matter what this man went through, he cared for me every single time. Okay. So I probably would have embraced that relationship more mm-hmm. just to see what I can get out of it more for selfish, not just for selfish reasons, but, you know, from a young boy going to a man perspective, like, mm-hmm. what could I, what else could I have gained from him, like, you know, about, like, family history or things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I probably would have kept that whole relationship, like, more solid. Okay. Um, well, kept it solid as it was. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, next question. I got another question. Cool. Got another question. Cool. Got another question. Question. Uh, question. What would you get rid of? What would I get rid of? Yep. What would you get rid of? From from my childhood or from my younger me, what would I get yeah, rid from of? From younger you, what would you get rid of? Uh, and why? Uh, it's always a why. Just yeah. assume. Okay. <laughs> I think I want to phrase it in a good way. I would, I would get rid of like I mean, I don't have it, so I don't know if I get rid of it, but I would like to have gotten rid of, like, my ability to, like, not know how to play instruments. Like, I would love to have learned the instrument. I was actually in a, um, a music class when I was, like, six or seven years old. It was actually at Wayne State for, like, beginner's music class, and that was a, it was a piano class, but the, the teacher was either French or Russian, and, you know, you're that young, all you could do was be silly and laugh at people accents right so i didn't take 
I didn't, I didn't really understand what he was saying and things like that. So I was, I went to probably like three classes and then I told my parents, like, I can't understand, you know, my teacher. Cause I was a class for like 30 other like kids my age too. And, uh, so basically I, I never went back to music class. I ended up taking up art class. So I was kind of wow. like being like a young Kanye or whatever. <laughs> oh, we're not supposed to say that now. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, but, he, uh, he ghost us, bro. <laughs> Graduation is all we got. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up trading um, music for art. And I didn't even like continue on art. I did art for probably like three years. And then uh, it just fell off too. And then I think that's when I picked those sports. Mm. So I was like, it kept moving from thing to thing. But it's like, I noticed like, like, it was kind of like I was becoming more and more like stereotypical. Like I, was, I went from music to art, which are like two things that are like, you know, like what are not really offered in like public schools. And I, I was taking those like extracurricular, like on a Saturday at a university or whatever. And then it's like I kept getting out of those because I, when I look at it now, it's kind of like it wasn't a lot of me in there. So, but as I went to like the sports, it will, everybody looked like me. So that's what I wanted to be. So I'm just like, as I'm speaking this right now, I'm just thinking through that. You naturally went to what you identify with the most. Right. You were, you weren't, I'm not going to say you weren't comfortable in the space outside of that, but you know, to you, it wasn't familiar. So you were like, well, I'm going to go to this thing over here that yeah. looks just like me. Yeah. yeah so but from a, a place with, you know, not enough space. Yep. So a place with plenty of space. Yep. Putting that science in there somehow. Yeah. I always do. So I probably I, I would definitely get rid of that. Like I would I would go back and I would learn music. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I would do. Still can learn music, man. Yeah. They say you uh, understand it better when you're that young, though. Well, true, but well, it's not yeah. to say you still can't, though. Yeah. Some of my favorite argument with people would be like, "Oh, well, I'm old. I don't want to go back to school now because uh-huh. I'm too old for that." I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Only as old as you tell yourself. Yeah, I be checking out keyboards too, so it might happen. Hey man, I be seeing keyboards, so, you know, seventy nine bucks, eighty bucks. Some bars soon, so I'm waiting on that. But um, yeah, I got them. I got them. I got them. We are waiting on the bars, bro. Richard has to pick a beat. I think I got a beat in mind. I'm gonna tell him. Oh snap! <laughs> put a beat on. Put a beat on. Whatever you put on, I'm gonna rap to. Oh, no, nah, right. I, I ain't gonna do that. I'm just talking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Though? Got it. <laughs> what would you? What would you? Uh, Go back and uh, I didn't give you my why, did I? You did. Okay. You did. In so many ways, you did. Okay. What would I get rid of? Um, man, I don't want to answer this the same way I asked the other one. But one of the things I would probably get rid of is um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, and there's a reason why. I mean, because everything that I went through back then mm-hmm. made me who I am today. Right. So, you know, being a individual, you know, born and raised on the east side of Detroit, you know, I went through a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Met a lot of different people. Yep. I was bullied. I was ashamed of being bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the most confident at times. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as confident about my appearance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in all of these things, they were things that helped me grow. So, you know, you know, I think all those things eventually just shaped me into the person I am today. And Mm -hmm. I think that if I did.
didn't have whatever those substances were as far as like, you know, different environments, uh, different people I was around. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I would be the person I am. So I don't personally think I would. It's not just a cop out answer, yeah. but when we really sit down and think about exactly the person you are, uh-huh. you know, we talk about being unapologetically, you know, yourself or being yeah. unapologetically black. Right. And for me, it's like, um, why would I change that for anybody? That makes um, sense. I probably wouldn't, just yeah. because, you know, I've grown to accept who I am mm-hmm. at this age. Um, I've grown to love everything I've been through mm-hmm. be good or bad they all provided some type of experience or lesson okay. and I am the person I am I'm the friend I am I'm the brother I am right. I'm the cousin I am mm-hmm. I'm the husband I am I'm the son I am right. I'm all these things like the mentor or everything that people claim I'm a good mentor I don't know if I am or not <laughs> but I'm all that because people allow me to be that okay and experiences allow me to be that. They molded me into what I am today. So mm-hmm. I don't think I would too much take anything away from that. Okay. Just because, again, help me be who I am. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say that part. Okay. Yeah. The whole Bill's character. More than people know. All right. Because, my goodness. Yeah. You go through some stuff in the hood. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, I had another question. Okay. Hey. Number three. You thought you was done. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> well, I don't know. Kind of short enough here. Uh-huh. Um, okay, this is a good one, I think. So, what would you tell people about, what would you tell your younger you about the future you? What do you want them to know? And what would you keep a secret? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it comes back. I will I answer the last question first. So I would keep a secret as to who I was going to marry. Because I probably would have messed it up if I would have knew too soon. Really? Yeah. I would have messed it up, huh? I would have messed it they up. They dropped the ball. Yeah. Oh, God. I would have been like, that's when I'm married? Okay, she'll be there. Like right. That type of thing. Like, I can do whatever I want in the meantime. Right. So... <laughs> The fact that, <laughs> so like I said, I always live my life intentional. I always like prepare myself to be a husband. So if I would have, if I would have knew I was gonna marry, that would have, I probably would have let you know stupid me take over and mess something up. So, um, yeah, I would have kept that secret. The first part of the question was, what would I, what would I tell me what's gonna happen in the future? Yeah. So what would you tell yourself about your future self? Future self. Yeah. What would you tell? I would I would tell them that you achieve the minimum in life, like your minimum. That's what I would tell them. Like, like I said, like when I was when I was a kid, like my dad was an engineer. I was like, I'm gonna be an engineer too. And then uh, I was like, I want I want to like have a certain standard of living. You know, I don't want to be poor. But so like those type of things, like you're gonna have the job that you think you want but you know as you get older that's going to change so you have you have you have you have the comfortable job um you have the wife you know you have like the family um but you got to work on other stuff you got to work on giving your purpose to everyone else because you know like god he gives everyone gifts right so it's like 
everything that I have right now. It's, it's selfish. Like I'm selfish me right now because I have everything that like I need. But it's stuff in me that other people need for them to be successful that I have to get out. That's real. So it's like I'm. I would tell myself that like you're gonna be at age 27. You're gonna be the the the, the stingy you, but you're gonna have to work on being like the you that everybody else needs to feed from. That's fair. Hmm. I hope that makes sense. That does make sense. I mean, makes sense to me. Okay. Maybe they'll understand, but okay, I hope so. You will not believe who just checked in. <laughs> the wife. Yep. <laughs> Share everything. Everything. That's cool too. That's awesome. I'll see her tonight. <laughs> so what do you think? Um. What would I tell the future me about current me? Well, I'll tell old me, well, younger me, about the future me. All right. I would tell them that they think about you all the time. Okay. Um, they think about what you think. Mm-hmm. They think about what your thoughts are about the current. Then they think about what you've done thus far and what you still need to do to protect that younger you. So earlier I kind of mentioned about how I, um, you know, protect the current me in terms of, you know, how do I current day do that? And, um, I mean, there was a legit time about a little more than two years ago that I had to sit down and think about, you know, am I making the younger me proud? And I legitimately had a whole thought about it, almost a breakdown about it because it was like... (laughs) I don't think that I'm living out that little boy's purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I remember even on the brink of graduating college, I had this idea for an environment that, you know, people can get mentored through mm-hmm. or, you know, um, get a positive role model from yeah. and, you know, help shift the culture from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, especially in the hood. Right. And it was like, how do you even do that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not achieving my full purpose. I'm not doing exactly what makes me happy. Okay. I'm doing what makes everybody else happy, makes everybody else successful. Okay. But how could I use those skills, tips, and advice mm-hmm. to make myself proud, and especially my younger self? Okay. So that was difficult because, you know, for the first time in a very long time, I started thinking about me. And so, um, it was hard. It was definitely something I had to cope with and deal with. I even, you know, sought out counseling for it because it was like, I was not happy with myself. Okay. And so I think from that, I learned that, Hey, before, and I actually learned this from a past mayor of ours, um, Dennis Archer. Okay. Um, I met him at a breakfast I went to some years ago. Dennis Archer is dope. Yeah. He's, (laughs) (laughs) I met him one time. He was at a, he came to our church for like uh, was it Oktoberfest? They call it a church. Okay. Yeah. But he's real dope. I ain't gonna um, cut you off. I'm sorry. You're good. Stop discussion, bro. But um, he told me that, you know, and I think this is kind of what caused that transformation was, you know, you can't reach back to help other people if you haven't helped yourself yet. Okay. If you haven't established your roots in the ground, uh-huh. you're going to fall off your foundation by helping other people by reaching uh-huh. your branches out. Uh-huh. And I was just like. Mm-hmm. Let me write that down. Let me put that on put that on paper. You know, so I'm gonna need that later. You know that's a Jay Z line too. 
Well, I mean, he's probably a Jay Z fan. Yeah, yeah. I told you I was gonna get Jay Z in yeah. somewhere. You you got which line it was? No. Black album moment of clarity. Ah! I can't help the poor if I want them. So get rich and give back to me. That's the win win. I'm trash. I okay. shouldn't do that. Okay. You're good. That's all good. <laughs> we have our moments. I didn't mean to cut you off again. You did. But <laughs> it's you and you're still recording. Okay. I'm not going to kick you in the shit. Okay. So, but yeah, so that made all the most sense to me. And I really took a step back to really establish what I wanted to do. So then I, would, I tried grad school and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't feeling that at all. I'm with you on that. And, you know, I looked at, you know, what can I do right now with the degree that I earn uh-huh. to make that difference? Yeah. You know, with the things I'm involved with, how can I make that difference? What are some of my short term and long term goals now mm-hmm. at this point? Let's reevaluate those. Okay. Whether it be like life membership for my professional organizations or my social organizations, mm-hmm. whether it will be to, you know, go back to my old high school or old middle school to speak, yep. you know, during college days or career days and whatnot, uh-huh. or, um, you know, different things of that nature. And so, um, mentoring that way. And these were still ways I could still accomplish that same goal, uh-huh. but it wasn't what I originally had in mind. Okay. You know, how can I use my voice to uh-huh. help people think a certain way or, you know, influence them to think differently about, you know, things that matter, uh-huh. like mental health. Yep. And so, you know, once I realized that I needed that help, I'm like, well, how many people out in the world are going to need that? You know, how many people are going to need that space to kind of talk about what's going on in their own lives? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, duh. <laughs> Take this next few years, <laughs> sit your butt down, uh-huh. and let's figure this thing out. Okay. And, um, you know, that really play volumes in terms of who I ended up becoming over the next what four years after well two years after that okay. and um you know I'll just probably uh probably will tell that person about the future me is you know hey you're gonna be just fine okay. like you're gonna love who you are mm-hmm. you'll probably you'll experience some things tell you to you know you might be a little bit bigger, but <laughs> um, you're, you're still going to be a happy, you know, loving self. You're going to love people. Mm-hmm. People are going to love you. You're going to always be, you know, you're going to always put your energy out, mm-hmm. but you're going to always look for that energy back okay. in everything you do. Um, things that I will keep a secret is I will probably still, like you said, keep a secret of who I was going to marry. Because yep. I... <laughs> you would have been trash. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even that. I just think that I would have found some way, you know, to try to just be Mr. Perfect. Okay. Versus try to be who I naturally am. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not perfect. Right. And I will still want her to love me for me mm-hmm. and want me for me. Mm-hmm. Not just because of this facade of, you know, okay. I'm this guy. Mm-hmm. I have all this money and <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I don't want to ever be that fake. I want to be, yo, this is who I am. If you can't love me for this, then we don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, period. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad of that because, you know, she provides a lot of substance in my life. So definitely shout out to that. 
Um, now one more. There was one more. I think that was it. Okay. I will say, what are your takeaways from this? Like, when it comes to thinking about the younger you, mm-hmm. what's your overall takeaway on the younger you? Like how you said, like the younger you is was carefree. Um, things didn't matter as much or, or at all. Like you were fine with just like waking up and then, you know, putting on some clean clothes and going outside and throwing a football around. Like it didn't matter about, you know, about status, you know, that stuff didn't matter. It didn't matter, you know, you didn't care who who your friends were just as long as, you know, they weren't like somebody crazy, you know. Just like, hey, you live around the way, like you're gonna throw the football with us today. Let's go let's go to that hill over there and like roll down the hill, you know, that type of stuff. It was it was a lot of like carefreeness. You you just like it was it was it was it's like kinda had like two lives, right? It's like when you're like a kid, it's just like everything was fun. It's like you could find fun in anything as a kid. That's it. And it's like now it's like we need that more as adults. Like you need to be able to find fun. That's why I laugh so much. Like I get in trouble for laughing. Like <laughs> who was you? Who are you get in trouble with? I mean, like you know, like you would just be sitting down and then you know the wife would be like, "That's not funny. Why are you laughing at that?" Like I'm, I'm trying to like tell you something. It's like, hold on, I'm still laughing from the conversation five minutes ago. <laughs> I'm not laughing at what you're saying right now. What you're saying right now is so serious, and I promise I'm not laughing at it. That's terrible. <laughs> but it's like I, I, I try to find laughter in anything. Like if you ask my wife, she'll tell you like I could have been a comedian. Like she always says that, and it's like, like I try, I try to find like the same. The same amount of fun that I had as a kid. I try to find it as an adult. Like mm. I, I do like That's everything. Important. I do. I watch the same movies I watched as a kid that were hilarious to me. Like really? I still do. I still. Still think they're funny. Yeah, I do. Oh, <laughs> they're hilarious. I mean, I'm not so sure if it's because like they were funny for adults and I was a kid watching it, so now they're still funny as an adult. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's what I learned. What's that? Disney movies are so much better now. Yeah, because you understand them. Yeah, like so those little stuff. sidebars. Yeah. Everything went over your head. <laughs> Dude. Like, I went back and watched The Lion King. Uh-huh. I went back and watched uh, Aladdin. I still haven't seen Aladdin. What? King Jafar. That's his name, right? That's his name, but you yeah. have not seen Aladdin? I've, I've seen... Remember they used to have, like, the little cartoon, like, half I'm an done. hour bit? I'm going well, home. Sorry, that's uh, it. Uh, We're going home. We're done. <laughs> this is it. This is the last uh, one. Remember on UPN? No sick. <laughs> No, it's so sick, y'all. They used to have this a, man's not seen a lot. They used to have a half an hour like TV know. cartoon show, right? No. So I, I've seen that before, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen like the actual mm-hmm. movie. Just like no. the same thing they had like Buzz Lightyear, Star Command. You know, they had like the half an hour thing, like TV you show. I understand. Yeah. About having to go into the cave. Okay. And get the lamp. Yeah. And trying to escape. Yeah, I never seen it. So. You suck. Yeah. I. Man, I cannot like... judge you. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I can't judge you because I love you. So huh. I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen no, Toy Story, no, 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 Toy no. Story two, <laughs> Toy Story before what? I've seen Toy Story, Toy Story two. Uh, what's the Your other movie? Your younger self is mad. What's that? Your younger self is mad at you. Oh, no. Like you trash. My, my cousin, my cousin, he had like a Latin. On VHS, and we just never got around to watching it. Like I remember, he would come over with his like, you know, pack a book bag full of like VHS tapes. You know, 
like Jumanji. Yeah, like what else? What Indian in the cupboard? You remember that one? Uh-uh. You remember Indian in the cupboard? I don't remember it no more. <laughs> what about um the Big Green? I don't remember the no soccer more. movies. I don't remember it. <laughs> Because these are not the classics. Mrs. Doubtfire, come on. I remember Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire was classic. That was more classic than Indian in the Cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably trash. Mrs. Doubtfire was more classic than Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to Disney on Ice like three years ago. Come on, give me a pass. I went to Disney on Ice like three years ago. We are logging that sign. It's <laughs> going to be off. We done. Yeah. That's that's it. Mrs. Doubtfire was dope. This is the last one. I yeah. can't do it. This guy. I saw Mulan. No. Mulan. Mulan. Shrek. No. Finding Nemo. No. Uh, no. It's not Aladdin. <laughs> hey, Moana is dope, though. Who? Moana. Not Aladdin. Uh, Moana is dope. You can't say that. Not Aladdin. Moana is better than Frozen. I ha- you know what? I refuse to watch Frozen because all the horror stories. Okay. I don't, I don't know what those are. Younger me is very happy for me right now. Okay. But thank God for not watching. You should watch Frozen. Olaf is dope. Olaf the uh, Snowman. I'll try. Olaf. Well, if you don't watch movies, just... you watch Aladdin. All right, send me the link. I'll watch Aladdin. Not watch the link Aladdin. You got sitting in my pocket. <laughs> what? It's not on Netflix, so what I'm supposed to do. Well, you never know. It might be. Yeah. But, uh, anyhow. Yeah, welcome back. Sweet, <laughs> what do you mean? Welcome back. Talking about you, whatever. <laughs> you basically just shut down the podcast. The only people logging off on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they done. It was like he ain't seen a lot. We out, bye. <laughs> you gonna put that on me? <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody gonna follow us today. <laughs> we not have one follower. Oh God. Anyway, I'm, that's my homework for it. What? Yeah. Give, give me, give me you a couple, got, give me a couple weeks. I gotta couple find, weeks, a, I gotta find, a, I gotta find a link. I give you one week. <laughs> you better make it happen. I gotta find the link. Anywho, so let's get into shout outs. Okay. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. I have some. You probably have some. I know you do. You always do. But shout outs for this week. I'm gonna go from the end and come back to the beginning because why not? Mm-hmm. So shout out to all the graduates, man. It is graduation season. Yep. S Z N season. Mm-hmm. Like scissor. Yep. What season? I got you. I did it. I follow it. Cool. So shout outs to the class of twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, especially this spring edition. Yep. College graduates going crazy with the caps. Yep. Um, man, you got all the people coming out of high school, getting ready for college. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my all of my mentees that are graduating from Wayne State University today. Yep. Graduation's probably over by now, but congrats to y'all. Shout out to Wayne State's class of twenty eighteen, the first edition before you get to December. Yep. And shout out to all the people that are getting ready to graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. I actually was driving down um was that Boston? Boston uh, okay. Boston Avenue, whatever. Yep. And it's I guess it is prom season. Yep. So, you know, Prom season is taking a whole new form these days. You got red carpets. You got uh, mm-hmm. what else you got? You got um, you got the king and queen chairs. Look, you got that. You got um, you got what happened? What happened? Like high school, like proms, just having limos. Like I see vets, I see Benzes, I see Rovers. Look, like, okay. What is that? 
That junk is trash. Yeah, it is. I hate it. Go back to limos. <laughs> make, make America drive limos again. No reference to that Jolly Rancher sitting in the office. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to you know, everybody, you know, getting ready for prom and you know, celebrating the end of uh, uh, high school. You know, mm-hmm. your new journey is going to college and. You know, shout out to all the college grads getting ready to adult because adults are trash. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not as bad as we make it seem, but Sundays, it, oh boy. Yep. <laughs> My God. Um, so shout out to all you guys that are, you know, ready to do great things in society. Um, I always love to see that, you know, people graduating and getting to their dreams. So um, next on my list is shout out to... You a basketball fan, right? Yeah, I'm a basketball fan. Definitely. My man. We're going to talk about sports every week, you know. Okay. But anyway, shout out to LeBron James and the Cavs. Again, yeah. we're getting back to the Eastern Highlands violence. Yeah. And yeah. absolutely sweeping their series with the Toronto Raptors. Man, they hit the Raptors with the <laughs> meteor. <laughs> like, like, they suffering. They're not going to be successful. <laughs> what was it? The land before time? And then, like, that meteor oh, hit. Oh, my. <laughs> I saw that one too. See, it's like, boy, <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, but yeah, they just they had Toronto had home court advantage, yeah. and it just not even a gentleman sweep, just right. disrespectful sweep, and they blew it on the last game too. Yeah, it was, it was like, nasty. You, well, they were at home, so I mean that that was gonna happen, but. Mm-hmm. LeBron James being LeBron James. I thought I thought Toronto would at least lose in six or seven. I, I think about anytime I think of LeBron James, I think about that video. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Yep. I'm not even a LeBron hater. Like I, I love watching him play. I do. Except like, when he that little crab dribble used to do. That was traveling. Okay. But um, yeah. you know, other than that, I think he's just really dope. Like. Mm-hmm. I respect this game. I respect this craft. Mm-hmm. I respect what he does for society. Yeah, but I was going to say, I respect his uh, humanitarian Man. spirit that he has. Magical. Mm-hmm. Ah, bro, that guy. Yeah. Um, Lebanon James. Lebanon, boy. <laughs> what we will not do in this name. Are you wearing your LeBrons today? I am wearing my LeBrons today. Dope. But because they're extremely comfortable. Okay. They are. If I can afford the black ones, I will go get the black ones right okay. now. But. I'm poor, so <laughs> we ain't gonna do that today. Um, next shout out to uh, one of my, uh, not even just one. It's a whole bunch of them mugs. Like they just like thirty deep. Mm-hmm. But shout out to the b- brothers of the collab. Um, so basically, for those that do not know, um, I'm going straight to the website because I don't want to get it wrong. So boom. Uh, so basically, the collab is a community outreach and empowerment organization in the city of Detroit that aims to positively impact the community through scholarship, mentorship, fellowship, and community activism, as well as social outreach. And so they reached their goal of their one thousand dollar well <laughs> five thousand dollars to give out five one thousand dollar scholarships. Um, to students that are preparing for college, um, in, in memory of Doc Denard, their um, closest friend, who was tragically killed in a motorcycle accident um, last year, in 2017. So definitely, you know, we remember 
No, it was actually like last year. I was just there for a wedding with the guy. Uh, one of my best friends got married. Two of my best friends got married. And um, that's the last time we've seen them. So definitely a big shout out to all those individuals who stepped up to make donations and through their promoting and everything. And, you know, they actually raised the funds to give out those scholarships. And um, we commend you, especially here on the Immense Matters podcast, because that is not only something to deal with, but, you know, we definitely know, recognize your efforts in doing that. So uh, we will be spreading away about that, hoping to maybe get people to sign up for the scholarship and, you know, all that good stuff. So what do you think about that, Jay? All right. So what do you think about that, Jay? I think the efforts that the collab group did to uh, put together a scholarship in honor of their friend, I think it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful thing that he's remembered that way. Um, kids who now uh, want to go to school, they have the opportunity to actually have, you know, financial assistance. And when they think of, you know, the financial assistance, his name is attached to it. So that's beautiful. He, his spirit lives on. So I just want to give him a shout out for doing something positive, doing something in a, not just positive, but in a major way positive, you know. So it's beautiful. Salute to all of the those gentlemen over there. Oh, yeah. I think we might be trying to do a mashup with them soon. But That'd be dope. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm looking at that. Yeah. I'm not going to say who. Okay. But somebody promised us some t- some merch. Okay. Some collab merch. Okay. I ain't going to say who said it. All right. But if y'all are listening, y'all are already committed. So uh-huh. I think we should make this mashup happen over the summer. Okay. But we'll see how that goes. I'm open. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dope. And we, you know, <laughs> I think we dope. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. We're getting there. Yep. We're getting there. Somebody know who we are. I don't know. Maybe they don't. No, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last shout out is shout out because May is also Urban Podcast Month. Yep. And we going. I'm excited. We're going to be there. Who you be there? May 18th. Woohoo! So, Urban Podcast Month is the, it's the first annual. It's the celebration for... All things urban podcast, especially in Detroit, and we will be hoping to network with you guys and you know, hopefully get some more listeners as well as most importantly just to be a part of that po- that black podcast community. Yeah. So um, that should be really dope, and I'm excited for that. So that being said, that's all I have for shoutouts. You got any shoutouts? I think I got a shout out earlier. My uh, sister-in-law with that banana pudding. That's dope. <laughs> If she listening, I hope she uh, makes some more in the future. I mean, we got Memorial Day coming up. We got Fourth of July. You said Memorial Day. We having a get together, bro. So yeah, I we forgot. Are. We are. That jerk chicken gonna be on the grill, man. Look here. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I just wanna let her know that Memorial Day, Fourth of July. Uh, me and the wife uh, anniversary is in August, so Woo-hoo! we got a. Uh, a lot of different events. August sixth. Put you on the bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's fine. And then I like to give a a shout out to uh, the Pure Light Company. It's the company that um that did the uh, wedding reception for like the wife and I. Oh. Uh, they're like they've been around for I think maybe three to four years, and so they're actually being known now because they're helping you know all of the high school kids with their proms, and you know they're they're helping you know some of the. Young ladies were prime with their makeup situation. So, at the Pure Light Company, I think that's P U R E L I G H T C O 
on Instagram. You can follow them and get in touch with them. They're doing beautiful things right now. So. Awesome. Yep. I'm with it. Yep. Shout out to the shout outs. Yep. Of the shout outs. Yep. To the shout outs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I have. I mean, that just means that we are at our end for episode five. Okay. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm hungry. You got any homework for them between episode five and episode six? I got homework because we're going to be off for a minute. I need okay. a little mental break. Okay. Um. So, my homework is for the younger youths of the community. What is one piece of advice? Well, yeah. One or two pieces of advice you would give your younger self and why? Mm-hmm. With... And I'm actually going to put this in the question for the Mental Health Awareness Month as well for this week. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what's that one piece of advice you give your younger self and why? Um, why you think it would be helpful for them to get that advice? Um, with the hashtag Mental Matters Community with my favorite emojis, which is the black fist. And the brain. See, he remembered. <laughs> I'm learning. Yay. Those are dope. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's your homework. All that. So, y'all yeah. better do your homework. So, I'm going to find out. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's also good because we will give you a shout-out during our podcast. And it's always dope to see what you guys are thinking in your brains. So, um, with that being said, shout-out to awesome people that follow us on social media, that yep. give us feedback, that actually you know, support our podcast, our platform of know making the world a better mental mental mentally safe <laughs> and healthy place for everyone especially to the fellas because you know if you knew better you do better so All right um with that being said you got anything coming up to the pipeline what you, what you got i mean i'm excited about may 18th at the urban podcast that's you know, event that's that's basically our met gala right there you know oh, <laughs> met gala <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's our Met Gala. Though. I don't know, man. I mean, I can go like casual, something yeah. business casual, something. But yeah, we gonna be casual. I mean, you said the Met, like they pull out the I mean, stops. I mean, like, I mean, we're from Detroit, so I mean, one, one I'm day. I'm not pulling out no Gators, bro. <laughs> we gotta get some Gators. I bro. am not. We gotta pull out a. My wife would not approve the purchase of Gators. We gotta get a waistline mink or something. Like I that. am not dealing with you. You're not doing that. I'm not doing this. You gotta dress like the like the like the old Cheddar Boys. At <laughs> with you that's what we're not doing cheddar boys yeah, man. I'm a cheddar boy baby yeah. see you know it I see you know it. it's shout out to them man. it was bossy though man they were bossy yeah but I mean like I'm looking forward to that May 18th and then just uh, Memorial Day I mean Mother's Day is still coming up because we're recording before Mother's Day so still gotta figure that out like I said earlier and then uh I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, July 4th as well. July 4th. Trying to plan something with the wife to go out of town. So, okay. Looking to see where we land on that. We're still trying to figure that out. But I got to cut the grass this week. You know, all the snow is melted, so there's no more excuses. Uh, I think, like, I don't own a lawnmower because we just moved in like eight, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my dad texts me, like, hey, if you need a lawnmower, come get it. <laughs> I'm like, I was going to buy one, but. If you're offering, you know, I might as well come It's going to have to come eventually. <laughs> so, I ain't got to that point yet. I still got to get a house, but that's not coming no time soon. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, what about you this week? 
this week, um, I'm getting in the gym as always. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go today because adulting is trash. Yep. And besides that, do some self care stuff. Probably get a lineup to be honest with you because mm-hmm. my hair looks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got some other stuff coming through the pipeline. Some potential sponsors. Dope. People are like, yeah, they don't support the cause, man. So okay. I'm excited about that. Okay. Um, try to uh, not necessarily come up with because we do have some guests coming up mm-hmm. through the pipeline that I'm not going to tell you about just yet, but they are coming. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen um, sooner than later. And we might lay off, let y'all know, but mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm just going to pull my best chance in Cardi B, try to live my best life. Dope. And bump KOD while I do it. Mm-hmm. And try to figure out what in the hell Childish Gambino's talking about <laughs> in the video and the song. But I know it's dope, and mm-hmm. I got to actually sit down and process it. So yep. um, other than that, I mean, I'm just hoping to encourage people. Anybody that listens to us, yep. spread the word. Mm-hmm. Let us know we exist because mm-hmm. we do exist. Yep, in a major social way. Media. Yep. Yeah, you know I'm going with this. Uh-huh. So if you don't follow us already, please do on Facebook, on Instagram at Mental Matters Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Mental Matters P, and you can also email us at Mental Matters Podcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Offering any feedback, suggestions, or topics you want to see. Yep. I want to kind of put that out there, see what people want to mm-hmm. want to talk about as far as mental health is concerned. Right. Um, I've I've gotten some ideas and some feedback already, but I want to I want to see what's out there that we haven't thought about. Yeah. And um, you know, kind of go from there. We do have a wealth of knowledge. Well, hopefully, a wealth of knowledge for you guys. But yep. ultimately, want to see like what the people are thinking and you know mm-hmm. what we could do to make this a more inclusive as well as a more um, interesting community for everybody that is listening. So, yep. um, yeah, that's all I got. Besides, it's dark now. I don't know what happened with the, with the sun outside, but yeah, yeah. apparently we've been in here too long. <laughs> I think about to cut the lights off too. Yeah, but it's all good. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you got? That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. All right, y'all. So make sure y'all wash your brains. And keep it mentally sharp because you're going to need to. Yep. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Bet.